You know, the thing about a spending freeze. Mm. You ever done this? Yes. Yeah, yeah Kind absolutely. of like for a couple of years. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know, we're doing it. We're mm. in the, we're, we, I mean, when I say we're doing it, we're two days in, guys. <laughs> Literally, not even two days. We're two days in, and I want to DoorDash so bad. Yeah. I want to go to Blue Bottle so bad. Mm. I just want to go spend money. Yeah, it actually reveals to me how often I spend money. Mm-hmm. That it, It's just part of, oh, I'm not going to get coffee right now. I always go get coffee right now. Yeah, yeah Julia's like, you, you wake up and you just spend money. Mm. And I'm like, no, I'm good with money. She's like, I'm not saying you're not good with money. She's just saying you, you, you just spend little, little bits. Yep. Just little yeah. slices, little chunks. A spending freeze, it's it's kind of like this this thought, you know, you have to say no to yourself. Mm. Yeah. You're saying no to yourself constantly. This, it, to me, it's like, I'm only having fun when I get to say yes to stuff. Right. Let's go get a coffee. What do you think would be more difficult, spending freeze or no coffee for 21 days? I'll tell you, no coffee would be 10 <laughs> times harder. Because you've done that, right? I've done the no coffee. The um, la- last year in January. This, not, Jan- this January? The one before that. Mm. That was, I think, the hardest thing I've ever done. Wow. In, in my life. <laughs> <laughs> Thus far. <laughs> in my lifetime, since existing on... Planning church. Yeah. No, yeah, no, no, no. None, none of it's been none as hard as that. <laughs> not having cough, cause, coffee, because it's like, I can do all things through coffee that's that's so so stupid i apologize i was just right there and i had to take advantage that's pretty good but you know it's like if i have coffee i can do anything this morning you're gonna laugh at me you're gonna laugh at me you're gonna laugh at me last night we're getting ready because we have prayer here in the morning and i pull out from our uh little kitchen area the coffee pot you bought me no way wow and i with a timer because it has a timer and because, you know, every morning we make a French press. So I got the beans ready and got the water ready and I set the timer, put it on strong. And this morning when I was leaving my bedroom, I turned down the hallway and I'm like, whoa. Oh, man. The whole house mm-hmm. smells like coffee. Yes. And so, I, you know, I put it in the cup and I put the half and half in there and I'm like, it's already ready. Oh, Why don't I do this every day? Mm. What a way to wake up. Your house smells like coffee when you wake up? Yes. Dude, I'm in a 15-minute routine right now for the French press. <laughs> it's 15 minutes yes. of sure agony and defeat. <laughs> it's just so painful. Yes. Why? I'm like, why don't I do this every day? You know what? I'm learning. I'm leaning. I'm getting better. Oh, welcome everybody. We are back. Let's go. I feel like it's like episode two. Yeah. (laughs) It's episode two. Second episode since we've been back from summer vacation. School's back. We're back. Mm -hmm. We're not spending money. We're getting better as leaders. Let's go. (laughs) We're on a spending freeze, but we're not on a leaning freeze. No. I tell you that right now. Uh, Thank you to everybody. By the way, we asked everybody last episode... To let us know if they uh, listen from afar mm-hmm. or across the pond was the language we we use. We I got people from all over the place. So cool. So cool. That were saying that they uh, lean in. Poland in the house. London in the house. I just felt like I heard from people, Australia, all over the Incredible. place. Thank you to every person. Do you want the top three? 
Yeah, please. Of, of course, United States will remove that one. Yeah, we'll remove that one. It's Indonesia. Not in this order, though. Indonesia, UK, and Brazil. Brazil. Mm-hmm. Julia yesterday asked me, where all have you been in Brazil? Mm. Uh, I have been to Rio. I've been to Fortaleza mm. and Sao Paulo. Yeah. Your favorite? I spent the most time in Fortaleza. <laughs> so I'm going to definitely go Fortaleza. <laughs> I love Brazilian people. My God. Brazilian people, dude, can they worship? Yeah. Right. Man. Our worship just, leader at Westside's Brazilian. Yeah, Davi. Davi. Davi Walt. is from Walt. Brazil. Walt yes. is from Brazil. Brazil's been very good to us. Yeah. Truly. We've got some great friends uh, that are Brazilian. I just love Brazil. Shout out to soccer in general. I think about <laughs> soccer when I think about Brazil. And uh, amazing churches, amazing friends in Brazil. And, of course, Indonesia, JPCC. Shout out to everybody at JPCC. And get out of here, UK. Get out of here. Great, greatest people. Some of our closest friends. So let's jump in. Wow, interesting. Australia's not there. Hmm, shift. Um, no. Oh, my gosh. Shade. Yeah, where you at, Aussies, mate? Where all my mates at, huh? That's why they're not. Yeah, Yikes. yeah. We're yeah, Ma, you've been talking to Mark and... And you got in trouble with a shock. No, you got to. The thing is, you got to really let your. Like, oh, wow. You just got to let it stay flat at the Holy bottom. Holy like, cow. That was the best thing I've ever seen you do. In person, <laughs> that's the best thing I've ever seen you do. Seeing you host some Instagram lives do pretty good, but that was the best thing I've ever seen you thank do. You, thank you. Today, we are jumping in and we are talking about keeping your eye on the ball. Talking about focus today. Mm-hmm. I'm talking about getting rid of weapons of mass distractions. Great. Talking about just being laser beam focused, not looking at what they're doing, being focused on what you're doing. I think there's something about leadership that requires an exuberant amount of focus. I think that you could build something great if you focus on it, Mm. but you cannot be focused on five, ten different things and be great. Wow. You got to keep your eye on the ball. Keep your eye on the prize. Keep you, you know, we're using a little bit of a baseball analogy. Shout out to the Dodgers, third best team in baseball. Atlanta Braves, you need to stop with all that. That's we've had about, we've had about enough. Baltimore Orioles, we don't know what the heck you're doing and who invited <laughs> you to this party. Cal Ripken Jr. was a very long time ago. You, you just gonna show up now? What, 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 he's just going to try to be a part of the narrative. We don't know how we feel about it. It's like the Seattle Mariners being good. We just don't know how it's we weird. feel about that. It's weird. Uh, but the Dodgers, using a baseball illustration, keeping your eye on the ball. Leadership is about being very in tune with the season that you're in and the, and the goals at hand. By the way, I think that the, the goal really is growth. It shouldn't be about obtaining X, Y, and Z numbers as much as getting stronger mm. and getting better. And, and maybe in, in, in your company, your, your situation more fluid, more accurate. I think it's about, about health and strength, health and strength. And, and to me, that's, that's great leadership is going to, let's, let's drop it like it's hot here, a whole nother level. How do you get to a whole nother level? Well, it, if you keep your eye on the ball and you just keep focusing mm. and keep working at it and keep, you know, I'm going to give you a few things today that I think are very important. Number one, you need to go back to the fundamentals. Go back to your fundamentals. What are for you your mm. fundamentals? Uh, it, 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 it Leadership is that thing where it's like, 
the first thing John Wooden would do, you know, the wizard from Westwood, right up the street from us, a few blocks away, is UCLA. And John Wooden won all those national championships. If I'm not mistaken, 11, I believe. And um, the first thing that he would do when he got his players, would he would teach them how to put on their socks. Hmm. Think about that. You think that he, you know, it's some drill, some shooting action, some defensive stance, some, you know, I don't fill in the blank for basketball. He he would start with the simplest fundamental of putting on your socks. Mm. And so I think there is no magic formula. There is no magic pill. It's about going back to the basics and getting right. for you the fundamentals. What are the, what's the footwork, so to speak? What is the way that you need to be focused and thinking about things? And I want to encourage you, as you put your eyes on what matters, put, keep your eye on the ball, go back to the fundamentals. That is what's going to, it's, it's, it's like, it, it's mundane. It's, it might mm. be a little bit boring, but that's what yields the most fruit. That's, right. mm-hmm. that's what yields the greatest return is the fundamentals of whatever you do, whatever sector, whatever influence, whatever field you work in. Go back to the fundamentals and the basics of what you do. And that's what's going to... It's not some new trend. Right. It never is. Mm-hmm. Not some new... Th- you know, it's like... That's why That's why I'm convinced that how to... Um, what is it? How to make friends and influence people? Mm-hmm. Right. Is it making friends? No. Yeah, how to make friends and influence people. How to win friends and influence people, right? I think so. I think we're mixing up two books right now. Hmm. No, no, the the Carnegie one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How to... How to win friends. Win. I'll look it up. Look it up. I really think it's it's how to. It's not how to make friends. No, it's how to win. How to win friends and influence people. Yeah. Right? I think we're talking about two... uh, We're combining two books. Nope. By Dale Carnegie, How to Win Friends yeah, and Influence How to Influence Win people. Friends. Okay, yeah. so why do you think that book has sold, you know, millions and millions of copies? And he wrote that book so long ago, right? Why do you think? Because it takes us back to the what? Fundamentals. Mm-hmm. Going back to the basics, which a lot of people might think are boring, but it's like writing thank you cards. Right. Learning people's names. Asking more questions and giving answers. Like going back to these fundamentals, in, in, in that case, it's people skills. But going back is always going to be the right thing and focusing on what most people might think are boring. But the boring stuff, I think, is what returns the greatest. That's right. It's the fundamentals, which is the foundation. Second thing, I need, I I think you need to go back to your reason. What, what, why do you do what you do? Right. You know, it's Simon Sinek. Start with why. Mm -hmm. Why are you here? Why do you work long hours? Why do you go the extra mile? Why do you care so much? Why are you in this? Uh, you got to always scrub the motives of your heart, which is mm. easier said than done. Totally. But going back to like, dude, I got to go back to the reason why I do this, the reason why I signed up, the reason why I'm working really hard. I, I'm not in this. And you can never be for, I think, fame or fortune. Right. I think the why of leadership is going back to adding value, serving, giving, mm. blessing, helping, servant leadership because if i make it about others i will live a great big life but i if if my wife the reason why i'm if i have the eye on the ball so i can be seen as a success sell my company build a big church all all of that is narcissism Mm -hmm. all of that is self all of that is ego because it's all for me and we got to be careful because we live in a culture that it's people want to know what's in it for me right 
We think about self first. And that, you got to, again, go back to motives because if you're not, everything you do will, will, will have to be finessed but if you really boil it down, mm. it's, it's, it's for you, not for them. Mm. you got to, you know, I don't know a better way to say it, beat that out of you, uh, which life can do. Yeah, L- what? <laughs> mm-hmm. You know, you go through enough life, you're like, well, I used to really care about those things, and now I've realized I was doing all that for the wrong stuff. Because, <laughs> well. th- because then you can get it, and you can feel empty. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The greatest reward is seeing other people succeed. Right. Yeah. Other people flourish, other people empowered, other people doing what you used to do. That to me is true success. So number one, you got to go back to the fundamentals. Number two, you got to go back to your reason. What is the goal? The goal is, 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 is not the goal. The goal is growing, growing people, growing a big life, growing a big spirit, growing a big organization. Yeah, sure. But for the purpose of what? Right. right. You, you ever notice that? Yeah. Some people just want to be big because they want to be seen as big. Okay, so other people see you as, as big. Do you see yourself as big? Mm-hmm. It's not about the way other people perceive right. you. It's the way that you see yourself. That's right. It's self, again, going back to self-view, self-respect. It all starts with seeing yourself as self-worth. Um, okay, two quick questions for that. They kind of go together. Number one, like, how do you how do you quantify when you're starting to go the other way? And then do you have a practice to make sure that doesn't happen? Like, is it a prayer thing, meditation thing, scripture? Give me the first question again. The like, first, the like first. how, how do you recognize? How do you recognize? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I think anytime I'm pushing things, mm, I'm forcing put, I can force it. I'm forcing, ah. I'm forcing stuff and I can feel that I'm forcing it because I'm, you know, um, I use this word a lot. Embarrassed. Mm-hmm. I'm really into this word as of late because I want to be more honest with what's driving me. I don't like to feel embarrassed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I get embarrassed when things are, are not ran well. I get embarrassed when things are not excellent. I get embarrassed when, you know, uh, fill in the blank. I, d- I don't like to be perceived as not having my ducks in a row mm. or be per- per- I don't like to be perceived that I'm not prepared. Yeah. So I want to do, because I, I controlling, there's a little bit of image management there. Yeah. So what the negative side of that, the positive side of that is excellence, preparation. There's a lot of good on that. But the negative side is when I'm when I'm driving to 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 force things because I care so much. Mm. So to me, life is about attention. Yeah. It's like it's like uh, the Enneagram, right? In health, they go to this. Yep. In yep. weakness, they go to this. Mm-hmm. So I think you have to always be self-awareness. It starts with self-honesty. Mm. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. That's really good. Like yeah. I sat with somebody recently and I was like, I don't, I love you enough to tell you this. I think you really struggle with self-awareness. And they were like, what? I was like, I just don't, I don't even think that you understand the way you come across. Wow. Mm. You know, I, 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 I love you deeply. I want to see you win. That's why I'm telling you this. I, I just don't think you have a clue mm. most of the time of how you come across. And I think that's what hurts you. I think leadership is about just being really aware. Yeah. yeah. Being in tune of going like, I'm not in health. And so I got it. I got it. So to answer your second part of the question, what do I do? I do daily reading, daily Bible reading mm. to get that out of me. Great. And, and, and the Bible is so clear about this. When God appointed kings and he set them in, he made kings. They didn't have an option. Daily read and write the law. Yeah. Mm. rewrite the law and it says 
that this daily practice will not allow their hearts to be lifted above their brethren. Jeez. What what that saying is, it will not it won't allow them to get prideful, cocky, so arrogant, egotistic, narcissistic. I'm better than them. I'm sit. For, I see it different. I see it better. To me, it's about being grounded and honest and getting back to good motives. Yep. Good intentions. Yeah. I'm really working hard. Why? Because I care about the next generation, or I care mm. about the future, or I care about staff, I care about their kids, I care, you know, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Right. So I think you got to go back to your reason. All right, leaners, this episode is brought to you by one of our sponsors, HelloFresh. And if I can just be completely honest, I am a HelloFresh fanboy. Okay, last night I walk into our home and the aroma of what my wife was cooking, she was making a salmon miso rice recipe from HelloFresh. And it was, look, it was out of this world. But maybe you're like, um, I can just order my food in. Look, HelloFresh is 25% less expensive than ordering your food in. So you might as well create an experience, create a moment with your family. And look, there's there's just, the food tastes better when you make it yourself. And so you should jump on the HelloFresh bandwagon. Maybe it's not a bandwagon because it's here to stay. The HelloFresh train and join HelloFresh. In fact, if you're a leaner, we're going to hook it up right now. So uh, here it is. I'm going to read it because I don't want to mess up the, the deal, okay? So go to HelloFresh.com slash 50lean and use code 50lean for 50% off plus free shipping. I don't know how many times we can use the word 50, but here it is again. Go to HelloFresh.com slash 50lean and use code 50lean for 50% off plus free shipping. HelloFresh is America's number one meal kit, and I'm not going to lie, it could be the number one meal kit in your home. you got to jump on the HelloFresh train. And with that being said, let's get back to leaning in to some leadership. Number three, got to go back to your spirit and your attitude. I think things can't change until your energy does. And I'm using the word mm. energy because let's just, Drake is here in LA, so <laughs> he's been doing his shows, and i got energy, got a lot of energy. Um, energy is just it's just such a it's such a big deal but the energy that I'm talking about is your spirit and attitude that spirit that attitude the energy of belief the confidence like we can why do I have my eye on the balls because I believe in what we're doing Mm. I believe in what I'm called to do I believe in this season I believe this is critical I believe that my work is special I believe that my work should be strategic I believe that there's something to what I'm doing it starts with a belief Mm -hmm. and things can't change until your energy does and when you get that energy shift to what I think the energy we're talking about is faith yeah confidence belief possibility you watch somebody that believes we can't we can't hello you you see someone that's like negative nancy dogmatic statements they'll never change we'll never change it'll never get better it'll never improve that's what i don't like about the the, the, honestly this is where a lot of my language for la starts l people talk about la like it's done I talk mm. about LA with possibilities. Just getting right, started. Yeah. I talk about LA with what it's about to happen, what's right. going on. And it's because it's, I'm sh- trying to shift to possibility. That's right. That's My eye is on the ball, not because I just like to work hard. My eye is on the ball because I think, man, if I focus, whoa, <laughs> something could. And, and so, but you got, you got to shift. Yep. Yeah. You got, and by the way, you got to get around other people that think this way. That's right. 
um, I saw recently Harvard did a, 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 a research study on successful people and tried to figure out why did they become so successful. And their conclusion was 95% of successful people's success was attributed to who they surrounded themselves with. Mm. And if they surrounded themselves with people that were, you know, confident and had good energy and belief and they were around that support system, they also became successful. We know this. If you hang around full you're going to become a fool. Mm -hmm. Hang around the wise, you're going to become wise. You are the sum total of your influences. You are the sum total of your relationships. Show me your friends, I'll show you your future. And birds of a feather flock together, so on and so forth. So, But I've got to really get around people that share that belief, confidence, possibility. Mm. We can. It's going to happen. I'm excited. To me, that's the law of attraction. Yeah. Great. I'm attracting the right things because I am living from the right belief. You got to get the critic and the naysayer and the toxic person out of your circle. That's right. I, I was mm -hmm. talking about this this morning earlier, but it's like, check your circle, man. Right. Some people are sitting at the table and it's like, why do they get to sit at the table? Mm. They got a bad attitude. They talk. They sow so much discord. They always got opinions about others. By the way, if you don't got nothing nice to say, don't say nothing at all. Mm -hmm. You know what? I, I have really worked hard in this last season to shut my mouth. People start talking. You're not gonna. You're not gonna get a soundbite from me. Mm. You're not gonna get a quote from me. If I say something, it's on purpose. You need to remember that everything you say is being repeated. Everything you say. It's all good. It's true. I was talking to somebody this last week, and they're going through a hard time, like a a, a very dramatic situation. And so they saw a mutual friend. And when they saw the mutual friend of the person they were having a hard time with. They said to the mutual friend, the ramifications of what could take place to them legally. And said, you know, I'm kind of facing this with so-and-so. And seeded everything that this person is not aware of that needs to know. And all the trouble went away. All of the problem went away. Because you know why? This guy was smart enough to know that guy's going to go tell that guy. Mm. Everything you say is being repeated to somebody else. Yep. It's crazy. Yeah. Everything you say. But don't tell anyone else. No, 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 no. That, that doesn't exist. <laughs> yeah, no. That's it does indicator. not exist. Right. That's the indicator. <laughs> it does not exist. Yeah. And I'm upping the commitment on even a fool looks wise when he is silent. You're not going to catch me in a soundbite. Mm. And if it is, I'm planting it on purpose. Mm. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not dumb enough to believe that this stays between us. This is not real. It's not true. And so um, you got to shift your energy and you got to get around people that, man, when I get around them, who they are, I'm inspired by that. The way you talk, your language. When I hear mm. certain people talk their language, like I was just recently, uh, Rich and I got to run into John Maxwell. Hit me with the sauce. That everything rises and falls on leadership. 
and we were in um, the back green room at Church of the Highlands during Grow Conference. Pastor Chris Hodges, shout out to Pastor Chris, hero in the faith, um, just the best of the best. I love, can't can't express how much I love Chris. And the, and John Maxwell got up. He had John get up and do like a little bit. Come on, man. Come on, man. Come on, man. It's as good as it gets. John Maxwell always says, "Oh, we got a new one." So John gets up and just annihilates him. Okay, and so um, we're in the back, and John, John, um, and it's Rich, me, John Maxwell, and Chris, Pastor Chris, and they're being so kind to Rich and I. We're two, who, we're two young knuckleheads <laughs> with these. We're the biggest idiots <laughs> in the world, and these guys are just being so kind. And, and John Maxwell kind of grabs us, brings us in. He says, remember, guys, um, who says it trumps what is being said. Mm. It's not what is being said as is important as who is saying it. Mm. Who says something to you is it's more important than what is being said. And he just starts going on this who what. Because Pastor Chris was being kind to us. And I just, just the way this, the language and the spirit of it and the belief and the confidence and I'm just <laughs> geeking out. You know, just this is good because listen, my energy, my spirit, my attitude is being shifted to yep. possibility, wow. yeah, confidence, really, really cool. future, legacy, impact, so good. influence. It's, it's all there. Get around people that talk like that That's right. and act like that and are like that. Because if you keep hanging around a bunch of knuckleheads, you're going to end up talking and acting like a knucklehead. So what do you want to be in life? You want to be a leader or you want to be a follower? Because mm. followers conform and act like everybody else. But leaders rise above the fray. Leaders are cu- a cut above. Leaders separate themselves. The rest of the group's going one way. A leader's going the opposite. We go against the grain. We go against the tide. We go upstream that's leadership that's right so what do you want to be last one go back to knowing and needing people this is a big one because all of your leadership flows out of relationship and you Mm. got followers because you're a leader by the way i think great leaders have followers favor and faith they have followers they got so many they have so many followers you got followers you never met you got followers you never shook hands with. It's crazy. You got followers. I'm not talking about social media. I'm talking about people that follow your life and they're kind of like, you are a model. You are an example. You are a blueprint of where they're trying to go. Mm. Okay, so you got followers. Praise God. Mm-hmm. Thank God. You got, that's influence. That's right. Leadership is influence. Nothing more, nothing less. You got favor. Oh, you got so much favor on your life. It's ridiculous how much favor you got in your life. Thank God. That's right. If you didn't have favor, you would not have a follower. That's true, mm. yeah. But the aura and the moxie of your life is because you got favor. And guess what? It's because you got faith, you got confidence, you got energy, spirit, attitude, belief. But I think if you really know that you're a leader, you will tap back into people being known and needed. I know. I, I don't just it. know a bunch of people. I think. I think. I think. And I don't like when people are like, I, I man, I, I know I have so many contacts. I have so many, you know, I just know, and I know them forever. And I know, know, and you know, you know, we know them. We know, oh yeah, we know them. Who do you need? Mm. 
you're a weak leader if you don't need anybody. I don't need anybody. Mm. Really? Wow. <laughs> really? You don't need anybody. So you're just a, a, a recluse? Or it's an indication of how small your vision is. Wow, yeah. Small, small. How about small your vision is? How small your soul is. Mm. Yeah. Can't share it with anybody. Because, because to me, I need friends. Yep. I yep. need community. Mm-hmm. I need my parents. I need my siblings. That's right. I I am in such need of encouragement. I need. I, and so to me, if we're talking about keeping the eye on the ball, it's focusing, focusing on what. Yeah, I'm get my fundamentals down. Get my right attitude, right spirit, and guess what? It's who. Because if you think about um, what you're doing, come on, leaner, come on, let's go. Think about this. Um, Right people, right place, right time. Where does it start? <laughs> people. What makes your what makes your place so special? People. Why are you having so much fun? People. Why are you having such a hard time? People. <laughs> yep. It's all people. That's true, yep. yeah. So you gotta go back. Go back. Come on. Go back. I know them and I need them. Mm-hmm. It's good to confess it. It's good to acknowledge it. It's good to say to somebody, I need you. Just That's so right. you know, yeah. right now in this That's season, right. I really need you. I need yeah. you with me. Sometimes I tell guys like, you know, to roll around with me or travel. It's like, just I just need somebody. I just need somebody to like just talk to. Right. I just need somebody to bounce us off of. I need to, hey, I'm, I'm, I got to make a decision. I need you. Hey, what do you think? Just I, the other day, um, Rich was talking about like, because we just text all the time and talk all the time. He's like, I need it. He's just telling me, reminding mm. me. I know he does. I need it. But he's acknowledging, I, I just need it. Yeah. It just helps my brain. It's really good. Helps my life. Yeah. I think go back and acknowledge who do you know, but who do you need? That's right. And I think it's good to acknowledge all the different roles in your life that you need and the different roles that people play. And all of them are significant. The ones that you identify are very significant. And it's okay to... Um, to let people know that I th- I think you know. Excuse me. The scary part for me is when you are too afraid to let people in, mm. to let people know yeah. how valued they are. And I think if you don't, the the flip side, what's the dark side of not allowing people in? That's really what we're talking about. Yeah, let people yeah, in. Yeah. Um, everyone around you will feel dispensable. Ooh, I'm just a tool. Amazon. Next to the, uh, on to the next. Yep, and I think it's I think it's important to let people know hey, you're not you're not just mm. a Joe Schmo here. You realize what you va- what value you bring, right? And I think that's the key part of it. So I'm excited. Let's put our eyes back on the ball. Stop eating so much big league chew. <laughs> <laughs> I love big league chew. I love it. Stop having so much, uh, what is the um, caramel popcorn? Um, Cracker Jacks? Yeah, Cracker Jacks. Yeah. It's not the seventh inning stretch. Get back in the game. (laughs) Uh, Leaners, we love you. Let's go.